0: Are you ready to be motivated? motivated. Are you ready to receive some advice on how to live life at the next next level? Well, you are in the right place. For the next few moments, Dr. Sims, America's number one personal development expert, will give tips on how to live a motivated life. He will be interviewing successful people who have tipped the scale of life in their favor. Get your notebooks, get your pens, open your ears, and listen to America's number one personal development expert, Dr. Walter Sims.
1: the myth on the line today I flew him in all the way from Chicago he's in the green room now and uh, it was a quick trip over there to Chi town and back uh, to get him all mic'd up for the show today we're gonna have a great time so y'all get those notebooks and pens ready because he has been on a journey he used to be 360 he's about He's about a little over 239.5 that last leg of chicken got him last week. <laughs> so y'all hold tight and here we go. 2 1
0: We will love the the other day I was fishing and I ain't catching nothing. And I said, the question was, are you at peace when you don't get what you want? That's a question. <laughs> Is that a question? Are you at peace when you don't get what you want? I am, I was out there fishing, catching. Right?
1: Hey, good morning, everybody. Listen, I told y'all early, I am in love with TikTok and I got a man today that has blown up on tiktok he is he's a personal trainer he's um he's a husband he's a father he's uh um, he's a motivator He's just oh my goodness, he does so many things. So today, between clients, he's got about 150 clients in his uh in his gym. So between clients, he said, Dr. Sim, anything for you, man. So without any further ado, he his name is David, but it starts with a J. So y'all hold tight we're gonna have our interview with Brud Jenkins. Here we go.
2: Tell me that you were an oops baby. Without actually
0: One of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. One of these things is not like the other. Can you tell me which one by the end of this song? (laughs) Well, good morning, good morning, brother Jenkins. How you doing, man? I am doing great. Dr. Sim, thank you so much for having me here with you and to your audience. Thank you guys so much for indulging me today.
1: Yeah, man. We got Jade in the building. We got my baby sister, Bonita in the building. We got Miss Vanessa here. Listen, your video hit that video on button, man. We want to see you, man. Got that nice cap on your head. Let's see how we see you. Let's see, hold on. All right, you, uh, your video, we waiting on your video to go back. live. you were there for a minute.
0: Okay. You can hear me though.
1: right? Oh you can Hear you loud and clear. I tell you what I can do. You, is your video coming back?
0: Uh, I see you. I see myself.
1: Okay. Well, just stay right there. Guess what I'm about to do. I'm gonna go get you a pig. Hold on a minute. Let me see. This is why I like live television. Cause we can do this. Hold on. There we go. There we go. See, see, I like live television, there we go. We see you, dog. <laughs> hey, hey, we got this. <laughs> well, good morning again, brother, uh, uh, Javid L. Jenkins, AKA Pookie Bear. Introduce yourself to everybody real quick. Who is Pookie Bear?
0: <laughs> well, <clears throat> thank you guys again so much for having me and indulging me today. Pookie Bear 73 is my author, you know. Uh, when you own a business, Uh, the size of mine, and you have friends and family, sometimes you have to have a way of protecting yourself from outside influences. Uh, People have a way, especially on the internet, of looking you up and finding out who you are and trying to make trouble for you. So, Bear73 was a way for me to get on TikTok and just be myself without worrying about people looking up my information and trying to make trouble.
1: I understand. I understand. Kinda uh, set that uh TikTok up that, that we played uh in the introduction. Um, you said which one don't look like the other ones? You look you're the tallest brother. You're the tallest of the clan. It kinda unpack that a little bit. what what's going on in that TikTok?
0: Well, my, my heritage is 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 really it's typical, but it's strange. Basically, my mother got married when she was 18 years old. Okay. And had three sons. Um, and that marriage didn't work out. So mom came back home. She, had, you know, went overseas and traveled because uh, the person she married was military. Okay. And or they were on military bases and things like that. But it didn't work out. She came back home, and she had known my father for when they were when they were kids. Okay. So basically, you know, my dad, being being my dad, he was able to talk his talk his way in. You know? <laughs> and um, then here comes me. But the thing is, my father is six foot four. Okay. Uh, and my mother is five foot tall. And her first husband was probably about maybe five eight. Okay. That whole side there short and light-skinned my dad we're all tall and dark-skinned how about so when that? i came along i was just completely out of sorts it just taller than them skinnier than them didn't look <laughs> anything like them okay so, one of these things is not like the other you know so that video it was asking um tell us that you're an oops baby without actually saying you're an oops
1: man baby. A-, a man amen, man yeah so how how did you get on TikTok?
0: Uh, actually my daughter my daughter, my baby girl, she was on TikTok uh, doing her thing, and she actually has a pretty nice platform for her age <clears throat> and her content. She has a pretty, pretty nice platform. Um, and so I got on there just to be able to kind of honestly keep an eye on her. Oh, you how know? about that? Okay. Yeah, man. You know, you. I'm I'm not really so much watching her as I am watching people that are watching her.
1: I understand. I understand.
0: I what them comments looking like? I want to check this page out. And because of it, I actually rolled up on somebody that was a little bit out of sorts, and I had to, take, you know, do, do what fathers do when somebody's out of trouble with their children. How
1: about that? So,
0: okay. I got on TikTok for that. Um, and then, you know, I just started making little videos, you know, just doing little things, and they weren't really making any traction, they weren't really getting any views, but it was just right. a way for me to blow off steam. Right. And, and somewhere around about this time last year when the political climate was getting really hot right and it was starting to burn uh i started making commentary on those issues
1: right you are know, the shooter <laughs> i
0: I, I, shoot, I shoot what i gotta shoot man and somewhere in it it just picked up you know people resonated with what i was saying uh i did a video about if obama had done this versus what i remember that done. one i
1: remember that one
0: and that video right there it got Probably
1: nearly a half million. Yeah, yeah. I, th- and I think. I think that's it's, it's, uh, that's the TikTok. Uh, I think that uh, introduced me to you, yeah, um, and uh, it was it was it was really really good. So kind of talk about your journey a little bit. Uh, good morning, Shalani. Good morning, everybody. Kind of talk about your journey because you don't look right now. You don't look 360 pounds.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of talk so, about your journey okay. a little bit. I would- I was in the Christian ministry, uh, as you know, but your, your, your viewers probably don't know. When I was 17 years old, I asked to call the Christian ministry, and I went through the entire track for Christian ministry. If you know right. anything about the A&E Church, yeah. the Methodist Episcopal Church, you know that that ministerial track is very very staunch and very regimented. Right. I answered the call when I was 17 and got into the ministry, uh, went through that whole process, Board of Examiners, Seminary, everything. Right. I was named one of the youngest elders at the time in the Chicago conference. I was like 26 years old. Okay. And I the, the ordination of elder, um, which is you know the highest ordination you get in, in church aside from appointments and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, I was the assistant pastor at my home church. My my pastor he got sick and wasn't able to do the day-to-day, so he had passed me with communion runs right Uh, jetty and things like that
1: it's it's a busy life huh
0: yes it was especially at 20 20 something years old you know running around and at that time my whole world revolved around being what god wanted to be understand that, that minister that that man of god that 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 voice for god was what i was called to be um and as i was growing in that uh, the slings and arrows started. You know, understand. I don't care how good of a minister you are or how how hard you work. There's always going to be some tension, some friction. Somewhere. That's right. That's and right. How to deal with it that, yeah. uh, sets you apart and makes it makes it possible for you to be that career, lifelong
1: I understand.
0: preacher, or one of those like me that says, you know what, I ain't gonna <laughs> take this and I'm going to say to you. <laughs> what you say?
1: You know, and, and and I hate to admit this, and, and I'm gonna let you finish. Uh, sure. I, I hate to admit this, and I can say it publicly, um, because that's the lane that I'm in. It is so much jealousy, and that's not our show today. But it is so much jealousy in the uppity ups. And and oh. I uh, Sunday, I apologize. Or I apologize to somebody the other day for the for the hurt that they didn't do it. You know, because us church folk, religious folks. We don't, even have, we don't even have enough time to deal with But anyway, keep on your journey. <laughs> so
0: so I'm, I'm in the ministry. I'm going through. I, I organized a church, started a church. Everything was going fine. And I just realized that I was pouring too much into church and ministry and not enough into my family.
1: I understand. Um, I understand.
0: I, I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision. Do I want to be what God called me to be or do I want to be what God made me? Now, those are two different things
1: i understand
0: and i firmly feel that what god made me to be was that preacher i was made for that but i was called to be a husband and a father amen and i wasn't able to find that perfect balance
1: i understand it's
0: not ashamed to admit i wasn't able to find that perfect yeah balance. yeah that's one of my
1: downfalls as well
0: part part of being in ministry is being able to admit that you ain't on the mountaintop at all times and there are times when you just aren't okay amen and i respect preaching i respect ministry too much to play at and if i can't give it my all and i can't stand up there with a clean and pure heart and, and lead those people i'd rather step down and let it be i honestly dr Sims, wish that more preachers would step down and let it be and it stop trying to be. work through through their scandal and work through their mental issues and work through their their emotional issues through the pulpit. Thank There's you, thank you, man. Than thank you. If more preachers did that. Amen. I totally you know, agree. But we have to, we have to get through our scandals or whatever, and the people have to justify our actions. Like, oh, he's just a man, and don't, don't judge him. No, bruh, sis, you got to sit down. Be, Amen. Be man and woman enough of God to sit down when yo, when you're show.
1: Hey, Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I like that, man. I like that. That 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 was a crossroad for you, huh?
0: It was. It was because I then began to realize that I needed to be father, husband, more so than priest, minister. <clears throat> and I turned my life into that. that that's what I I stopped. I started focusing more on my family, and I think I'm a better person for it. That that's but awesome. In that, in that time, that's when I started. Picking up the weight because okay. was my baby. You know, I, I I felt like I was picked out of a crowd of people to be that person. And there's a, a level of depression that comes with having to set something down that you feel like you were picked out to be.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Uh, and I self-medicated myself with food and just eating. Uh, I'm an emotional eater, so I eat when I'm happy. I eat when I'm sad. Yeah. I eat, I'm I'm upset. I'm eat when I'm mad. So any kind of emotion that you can think of food was my answer. How
1: about that? That's awesome, man. Okay. Yep. And I
0: blew up to 360 pounds. Wow. Wow. Uh, Looked up one day and nothing fit and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't walk and I was having trouble doing everything. And my wife looked at me and she said, look, I'm gonna need you to do me a favor. Uh, Don't leave me here to raise these kids by myself. Wow. And I said, dang, that's here we are at another crossroads. I have to make a decision as to whether I am going to keep soothing my 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 pain with food wow. or am I going to take control of this thing and start leading my way through my health. And that's what I did, Doc. And I just started eating right and exercising. And I'm an open book. As you can see, I put everything out online, you know. I put my workouts online. I'm yeah. 300 pounds trying to walk around the park. I'm breathing, struggling. stuff the downhill, you know. And right. you know, we're like, "Hey, what you doing? I see the weight coming off." You know, "Oh, what you eating? And, you know, tell me about that." And so I started finding myself. Um, That's good. Researching everything you know because as a minister we research you know that's, that's right saying, we don't, we don't right. dig into nothing without knowing where where the roots go that's know? right
1: that's right that's you right know,
0: <laughs> I, i'm in here and i'm learning about proper nutrition and i'm learning about uh body movement and exercise and things like that and proper and form I'm, this, I'm i'm passing it on to facebook okay So I started getting people asking me, hey, can I come work out with you? I'm like, well, okay, I'll be at the beach on Saturday, running up and down the beach. If you wanna come, come on. That's good. And that turned into Saturdays to Sundays, to Monday mornings, to Wednesday mornings, to Friday mornings, to everyday mornings. And the next thing I know, I was spending more time working out with people and eating and teaching people how to eat than I was doing my job. How about, and your job at that time was? i was an insurance sales I, okay. I was selling for that okay so um i started tapering down my insurance schedule so that i could do more fitness stuff
1: how about that and, that's good I
0: realized, like, well i better start getting some certifications in this stuff because i got a lot of people asking me questions and i need more knowledge. so i went and got myself certified and the next thing you know my classes just started taking up more and more of my day to the point that i had to like cut down my insurance business for two days a week and everything else was just fitness and basically what ended up happening was, over the summer, I decided I want to try to get fitness a full go at it. That is awesome. I to see if I could sustain my family with fitness over the summer. I talked with my manager, and I told her, I said, listen, I want to take two months off. I just want to take two months off, July and August, to see if I can get this fitness dream going. And uh, at the time, I was like one of the top salespersons. And she told me, she said, you could either go follow that little dream of yours. Oh here with your job wow and i don't know if you know it or you can pick it up from what you see but i'm not the person to give an ultimatum. thank you hello <laughs> <laughs> I always choose what i feel right about
1: that's good that's good this is this guy right here this thank guy you. right here
0: that was that was nine years ago And I haven't worked for anybody but myself since then.
1: Hey, you better, you better shout Everybody, good morning again, everybody. This is Javid L. Jenkins, AKA PookieBest73. He's a personal trainer. We're going through his journey. And this thing, this interview is really, this is awesome, and and I thank God that He's here today. Good morning, uh, Troy. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Wilma. Good morning, everybody. Um, that being said, now I, I, the, the Lord laid this on my heart to 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 ask you just right now. I just got a download. He sent me a text. Your wife has been on this journey with you from the pulpit pit to the weight room. How has she weathered? jaded storm how has she endured all of your ups and downs
0: proverbs 31 doc <laughs> she, she is a Proverbs 31 woman man uh i can't say enough about my wife wendy wendy is this is wendy's my second this she's my second wife but she is my she is my whole complete wife. amen she is everything i need her to be Right when I need her to, be. I can't even, I can't even plan for how she is able to support me in whatever it is that I'm doing. As long as uh,
1: that's a good uh, word, that's a good word, man. That's a good word. You
0: no, know, she is right there with me through the ministry, holding my hand, standing there, standing there with me, uh, encouraging me, correcting me, teaching me. My wife has a, uh, a degree from Northwestern, and, and, and well, she's a she's a linguist. I mean, she knows okay. everything about about writing and 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 the English language that you could think of, and she's been able to tweak me when it comes to my writing to when it comes to my speaking that's good. To work terms and and you don't know how important that is when you're trying to be a a businessman for somebody to say, "Hey it's this, not that because it makes the difference between you looking professional and unprofessional
1: that is so awesome man that is good that's good how How did you guys meet How did y'all meet?
0: Wendy, Wendy and I—we actually met when we were when we were teenagers. Okay. Uh, we, okay. We're in the Amy church. Um. Uh. The Amy church is a connection. She went to another church, but every summer we would come together at camp. I got and you. And I was. She's she's about three years older than me. So when I was ten and she was thirteen, she wasn't look at me, but I was looking at her. <laughs> uh, so when I got thirteen, she was hey. sixteen. She still look wasn't looking at me. Hey
1: man, you all about big wheel, and she worried about driver's license
0: exactly Exactly. so we ended up uh going our, you know life you know she got married had two kids i got married had a child and it just so happened that in 1998 we both were going through the same situation our, our marriages were dissolving yeah and we yeah. both ended up back at the same church she ended up coming to the church that i was the assistant pastor at okay um, and that she didn't even i don't think she knew that i was the assistant pastor she just ended up there you know god sent her there. amen and, I walked into the pastor's office uh, after church, not knowing that she was in there crying her eyes out because she was, you know, going through this divorce. Right. And I saw her face. I was like, "Oh, can I help? I can right. fix that." You know, like not not even thinking I'm going through the same thing.
1: Right. 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 <laughs> I'm
0: a broken vessel too. I don't need to be trying to fix nobody. Right. Right. <laughs> but um, something ended up happening. <laughs> she ended up. Coming with me when i started my church and helping me with my writing my, my publications and things like that okay and through that process we just kind of gravitated towards each other and fell in love amen and got married in 202003, 2003 and we've been been married and happy ever since man that is also awesome. talk about the kids a little bit how old are the kids okay we have uh three children uh together uh from her first marriage she had two and they're 30 and 20, 29, okay. and, and my oldest would be 25 this year, and then the three that we have together, and that's uh, 15, 13, and, and 11.
1: Amen, amen. Our,
0: our babies are a perfect carbon copy of us both.
1: That's all, a modern day Brady Bunch,
0: if you will. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is a perfect, <laughs> you know, And, you know, we, we, are, we are a happy family. You know, we do a lot of things together. Um, our kids' friends when they come over before all of the world went crazy when kids would come by, they didn't understand how we could just sit there and hang out with
1: each Right.
0: You know, on Sundays, you know, the kids come over, the big kids come over, the little kids, we sit we we talk and we'll hang out till eight, nine o'clock at night, really just doing nothing, just hanging out. Right. And sometimes the kids' friends would come over and like, This is what y'all do? <laughs> You know, we y'all sit and talk. Y'all have dinner together. Yeah, right. do. Yeah. That's so, do. so really,
1: the pandemic last year, the shut in place, it didn't really phase you as a family,
0: not at all, because that's what we did. We, you know, we we are we're close knit like that. Now the big kids couldn't come over because they don't live with us. So we had understand,
1: to keep understand.
0: But when they did come over, they would stand outside and they would be you know masked up, and we would make sure we were apart from each other. But um, it did it didn't affect us. You know, in fact, it, it pushed us closer together
1: man that is awesome so what's next for you and we got a, a few minutes left man and and everybody's like they love your love story man we know you know we love love man we love love and that that's a beautiful story my friend so what what's next for you uh uh javid
0: well right now dr sims i am in a holding pattern okay. uh it's been a great interview we've been happy we been laughing i don't i don't want to bring the mood down but i'm in a holding pattern with everything because i'm also my mother's kid yes sir my mom is dealing with dementia and right now i can't i don't want to plan anything because every day i have a certain regiment that i have to do with her i
1: understand i've seen some of those TikToks.
0: yes and no the, that regiment doesn't allow me to plan for stuff
1: I understand
0: eventually i would like to uh create a second location for my gym and uh start doing more with this sort of thing this public speaking right uh interviews and things like that to discuss my journey because i feel that there's a value in what i have to say and where i've been um really your listeners are just getting the tip of the iceberg with 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 and some of the things that i've drawn yeah i wish we had time to just kind of go through each little segment man
1: this has been good man you know you got to come back for part two right
0: let me know, man. You let me know, <laughs> and I will definitely be here. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, right now it's a holding pattern. Take care, of mom is priority, and trying to take care of myself. If you're ever a caregiver, I want your listeners to hear this. um Be careful that you don't neglect yourself Amen. while for the parent or whomever you're caring for, because it can happen very fast. Yeah, you end up putting so much into them that you forget to take care of you. And I'm learning to do that now. After a year, I had to try to learn. To
1: yeah, do that. That, that's um, that's phenomenal, man. That's not Real quickly, tell everybody the location of your gym, where are you located, and how to get in gym, touch with you.
0: My gym is located at 400 West 76th Street in Chicago, Illinois. The name of the gym is Getting Better Fitness. If you Google Getting Better Fitness Chicago, everything you need to know will pop up about us. Um, my gym is one of the largest black-owned gyms in the city of Chicago. Uh, Prior to the pandemic, I would see probably 50 people per class.
1: Wow.
0: No, that's not Valley's or LA Fitness or anything like that. Independently owned, black owned gym uh, with some of the largest classes in the city. So Red, that's Google nice. Google Fitness, or you could Google Mr. GBF, Getting Better Fitness, Mr. GBF uh chicago you'll see me it'll pop up <laughs> Boy,
1: that's what's up, something well listen man and, and again um on that note of uh, being a caregiver it, it takes a special anointing and you can receive that it takes a special anointing uh to be a caregiver and just much love to you man again again i know uh, uh wendy is the president of your fan club i'm the vice president yeah yeah much love to you man
0: let me just say this i appreciate your your support but more so i appreciate your respect of where i am in my journey
1: i hear you Um, i hear you i hear thank uh, you for that
0: that. i'm i'm no longer a pastor they use they, they, they they try more to reel me back into it versus understanding why i stepped out of it
1: I understand.
0: Invite the, the person to understand why I stepped out of it without trying to, you know, reel me back in. Because sometimes Christian ministry can be like a street game, man. They they got to jump you out, man. Oh, who <laughs>
1: listen? And and the reason and, and and thank you for recognizing that because the Lord and I had a talk, and and I saw one of your TikToks, and I didn't want this interview to be bad. and I yeah. wanted you, and that's why we had a conversation offline last week. I wanted you to. Do the interview the way you want to do it. It's about you. And when I invite people on the show, I tell them it's about you. i had atheists on the show, and he—he he, like you, he was so enamored with how I—I—I I, coach the interview. You know what I'm saying? I'm the son of a preacher. I've been—I've okay. been in ministry 53 of my 55 years. Okay. I, I, if, if you cut me, I'm gonna bleed, King James. <laughs> and 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 my mistakes, and I can be honest. And you say transparent. I've made some mistakes, thinking I'm being a help, and I've hurt some people. Uh, and and I hate to admit that, but in my ignorance, and Ooh. me being a life coach has helped me shave off some of my rough edges. You know what I'm saying? And, and I really appreciate you recognizing that, cause I ain't got nothing. I, in the words of the five heartbeats, I ain't got nothing but love for you, man.
0: <laughs> I know that's right, Doc. Yeah. I appreciate
1: that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, and you an awesome man. And one of your TikToks, somebody called you. They were, you were like, "Well, y'all try to guess what I what I used to do." And and everybody, ninety nine percent of those comments said, "Oh, you used to be a preacher." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they saw it. They saw it. <laughs> they saw it.
1: Hey, you know you can't you can't dim that light now,
0: preacher. Okay, I
1: mean Javid. <laughs> no, it's
0: okay. It's okay. You 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 can't have it. You can't have it. I know. And I, I gotta tell people, um, ministry for me was just like wearing a suit that was a size too small.
1: That man, that's a great way to put that. That's a great. You know what? Now write this in your notes. That's the book that you ought to write. Wearing a suit a size too small. My journey from the pool pit to fitness.
0: Hmm. That That is actually, that's, that walks man. That'll, That'll walk, hold. you
1: mention that to Miss Wendy, and she'll be like, baby, you need to write that ASAP.
0: I, I'm going to, I'm going to, and I'm gonna make a TikTok doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna answer that question. That's and good. I'm
1: and, and if you don't mind, if you don't mind, I would do the forward for you because I understand exactly that, that where you were that day, I, if I, it was like I was in the congregation with you. I know your heart. I know what you're going through. I know what you went through. Done. Yeah. Let's get it. But listen, guys, this has been the man, PookieBet73, y'all. Y'all follow him on TikTok at PookieBet73. This is my brother from another mother. I'm about 5'10", so I can be in the mix a little bit. He's about 6'4", walking 7 feet tall, and I think I can get in there with it. But anyway, man, you be blessed. Hug the family. Love on your mama as long as you can. And we're praying for you and your fam, okay?
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate
1: that. Man, listen, this is my brother from another mother. Y'all y'all guys hold tight. We gotta run to a quick commercial. Let me get him off the let me get him back to the airport. I gotta get him out of here, y'all. And uh we, we just this has been a great interview. Javid, V. We'll holler at you later, man. Hey, y'all, hold tight. We got to
0: run to a quick commercial, and we'll be right back. Hey, now, if you'd like to
1: donate today to the Dr. Walter Sims Show, please donate at Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Yes, that's Cash App, dollar sign, W-A-L-T-E-R-H-S-I-M-S. That's Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Hey, now, if you... We talked about this. We talked about this when this became a holiday, and um, David talked about some of the political things that he came up with, and I just want you to know, um, one of the things that's going to really impact us and really help us uh, when the elections come up, just don't want to vote in the big elections, want to vote in the smaller elections as well. We need to become more politically responsible, and I have to admit. I did not become as politically minded until President Barack Obama ran the first time 2008. And I have to admit that I've been beefing up my political knowledge. And what I'm learning, some of those people that are holding office. Don't know as much as they need to know, and and that's why I'm shaking my head right now because a lot of people that holding office right now don't need to hold office. Um, I just got a text from one of my clients that lives in Tampa. Uh, she's going to help uh one of the um up and rising candidates for senator. Um, uh, hopefully we're going to have him on the show. Uh, Ellison. Uh, 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 brother Ellison. Uh, let me see what's his first name. Hold on. We're gonna try. We're gonna work on getting him on the show. Hold on, let me see what his first name is. Uh, he's running for a Senate seat in uh, Tampa. Uh, his name is uh, Alan Ellison, and uh, he's running for a Senate seat in uh, Florida. And uh, she just joined his campaign, and we're gonna uh, help get him elected. Um, but let me coach a little bit, y'all. Hold tight. Let me show. Oh, power word for the day. <laughs> Hey, everybody, manhood. We're wrapping up this. June is gone. It's June the 29th. June is gone. One more day. June is gone. And we got a guest coming tomorrow evening for Bible study, Miss Vanessa. So, Bible said is going to be uh, uh, Pastor Gary Rojas. Awesome young man. Another brother I met on TikTok. And I'll send you the ad in a few minutes. Um, manhood, the state or period of being a man rather than a child. And and you heard what David went through. And men, we have to make some tough calls sometimes. And we suffer from so many things. I was listening to Kevin Samuels, and the world is really built against men, especially men of color. And a lot of time when we say it's tough being a man, people don't understand that we have a lot of weight on our shoulders and, and like he said you have to make a decision which lane you're gonna end up in and many men don't handle that right you know what i'm saying and so being a man it is a challenge and if you don't have the right people around you who and thankfully and preferably He has a a great support system, amen, and and he's he's an entrepreneur and he's doing all right. And and I challenge you, if you have a good man in your life, put your arms around that man and love that man, all right? And as I always say, and I told somebody this other day, I told my baby sister this um, Friday evening, we were getting ready for the wedding Saturday. I told my baby sister, love the man where he is but speak to the man that he can be oh she liked that and mr. J loved that her her fiance at the time her husband now oh he loved when I said that oh my man. Hey, amen he loved when I said that let me, let me do some peppermint let me do some what's up dog. let me do what's up again what did he say and this in a nutshell this is what he said just be you I'm not gonna be what other people want me to be. I'm going to be what God has called me to be. And my challenge to you today, be what God has called you to be. Amen. Be what God has called you to be. Don't try to put, don't try to put airs on for other people. Don't try to fake the phone. And a lot of people say, well, just fake it till you make it. Don't, don't live like that. You be you because it is so much easier being you than anybody else. Everybody else is taking, just being original the it, it's bad to try to be a copy of somebody else because you don't have all the data. Come on, somebody just be you. All right. And to all of my, uh, private coaching, y'all go watch the video I posted in my private coaching group, living on purpose coaching. We're dealing with time prioritization. It's not time management. It's time prioritization. All right. And, and speaking of my client, let me play this clip and, uh, great show today. I love y'all. Pay attention to this clip because somebody needs me today. Somebody needs me today. Somebody needs me today. Check this clip out. Hey, Liz, how has it been to have me as your life coach?
2: It's been a life-changing hey, man, experience, geez. honestly, Dr. Sims, since I first met you on Periscope um, or watched you. Um, you always brought a smile to my to my life and helped me through the darkest times and And helped me learn the methods that would improve my life. I've I've had a lot of um, issues over the years with, you know, mental health issues, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, things like that. And I've I've worked with so many different people, uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, you know. And there's nothing that's been more impactful and made a difference in my life than your coaching has.
1: Oh, thank you. Do you suggest that people that need a life coach reach out to me?
2: Yes. Like I said, I, I hit so many dead ends working with psychologists and and even like different, you know, co- cognitive therapy, you know, different types of techniques. And I have not seen any results from all of that working over so many years until I finally started working with you. And it's changed my life.
1: Amen. Thank you. Hey, Liz, what would you say the biggest thing that you have learned working with a life coach? The
2: biggest thing is to be honest. You have to trust your life coach 100%. And that means being honest with him or them and yourself. And you have to do the homework. No one's going to change it for you. They're there to guide you. They're your coach. They will show you the way. It's up to you to make the change and be honest and trust yourself, trust your coach, and trust the process.
1: Did I ever tell you what to do?
2: No. 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 You, ha- you helped me come to the realization on my own and guided me in a way that made me
1: feel Hey, now, nah. if you'd like to donate today to the Dr. Walter Sims Show, please donate at Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Yes, that's Cash App, dollar sign, W-A-L-T-E-R-H-S-I-M-S. That's Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Well, don't forget, if you're sitting there on my YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. And uh, thank you, Jay. Love you, too, Jay. Love all of y'all today. Listen, you sitting there, hit that subscribe button. Turn on the bell notification so you'll know when I go live. We are on our way to 1,000 Southern. I know we got 500 now. We are halfway there. I'm so excited, guys. We, I am enjoying my show. I enjoy the guests that we're having. And it sits right there on my YouTube channel. If you do miss me live, you can go check us out. And listen, everybody. I got a new series that I'm watching Thank to Jane and Rufus I got a new series I'm watching It's called Manifest It's three seasons I just read an article yesterday That the writer is apologizing to the fans That I don't think it has been Um I think the show has been canceled, but it's got three seasons. Uh, I got episode one done. I started episode two last night after the basketball game, but I fell asleep, (laughs) but thanks Jay. Jay keeps, uh, we keep each other up to date on things that we should watch. And so Manifest, it's called Manifest, and it's on Netflix, Manifest, that thing is good. Uh, The whole backdrop, um, a handful of people, well, a, a whole airplane, about 190 people are on a flight and a thunderstorm hit them and it shook the plane and it settled and they land five years later. Man, that thing is so good. And now they have been endowed with just some premonition power, if you will. But anyway, it's good. But anyway, guys, thank you for being here today. Thank you, Pookie Bear 73, uh, a.k.a. Javid L. Jenkins. Thank you for being here today. Uh, appreciate you being our guest. We love you. Uh, if you're listening by Will Podcast, thank you for checking out the podcast. And again, if you want to follow me, go to just link tr.ee slash Dr. Walter Simmons all my information will pop up. And remember, if you stay high on life,
0: life is going to stay high on you.